Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Quick thing as always, um, in case you haven't heard, um, we announced our new product called A-Feed a few days ago. Um, and I really invite you to check out our website. That is id1.de slash A-Feed, A-F-E-E-D. And, and this is going to be a remarkable product. Um, combining so many things I've, I've been talking about for, for weeks and months and years, um, content at scale, feed-based visualization of KPIs and information, contextual communication, and, and, and so much more. The product is, is not ready yet. It's going to be launched in, in August. The first version is going to be launched in August. But you can you can join us on our road um, to, to finalizing this, this product. So head over to the website, id1.de slash afeed. Uh, I would really invite you and would love you to, to check this out. But now um, to the podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another edition of the ID1 Audio Experience. Um, still hope you're all doing doing well. Um, it, it will be only a, a short session today, but it's a, a topic um, that, from my point of view, really provides value. Um, so, so I really wanted to to share that share that with you. Um, today, I, I would like to talk about um, McKinsey, um, the, the the strategy consulting consultants McKinsey and about their advice um, to companies with regard to, to, to COVID, how to handle COVID, what, what it is important um, with regard to, to managing this crisis situation. And um, here comes uh, the, the important aspect, my thoughts, how to adapt, apply that advice to your airline KPIs. And I think this is, this is really valuable today. Um, so, so, um, Will be a valuable session. Um, so how, how did that start? I, I was really excited when, when um, just a few days ago, actually, I I read about a a briefing um, McKinsey did. Um, I think it was uh, the, the last week uh, when they they did that 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 uh, internal briefing, and during that briefing, um, there there were um, senior executives um, of McKinsey. Um, who provided an, of course, update on, on the current situation, how that affects McKinsey and um, how the, the um, financial situation is and so on and so forth. But they, they also, and here the, the, the interesting part starts, provided some very valuable advice. So what, what did they say? Um, McKinsey or the, the senior executives of McKinsey, they suggested that companies should focus their crisis management on three pillars, or as they actually called it, on three different buckets. Um, and it, it's uh, currently it's already um, uh, the the three bucket method, uh, which is already called. Um, and and with this method, from from McKinsey point of view, um, or this method from from McKinsey point of view, will help or will enable companies to get through that crisis in a better way in the long term. So what, what, is, what is this about, this three-bucket method? Um, bucket number one. Um, bucket number one means um, managing day-to-day -day business. So the first bucket is about the day-to-day -day business, and that means all tasks and actions that are necessary to navigate through the, 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 the operations of the, the crisis. It means cost-saving measures, HR optimizations, cash flow enhancement, all that operational stuff that has to be done um, and has to be done on a day-to-day on -day basis. So bucket number one is about managing day-to-day -day business. Um, but there's, as you can imagine with the three-bucket um, method, a bucket number two. Bucket number two is about doing the preparations for post-COVID time. So that means um, the second bucket is about necessary preparation for the day when the crisis is over or when at least the crisis calms down and the normal operations is slowly starting again. And the, the, that, that means preparation in that context mean that from, from a Kinsey point of view, 
companies should already start right now to think about what is required to restart the business very, very quickly. What plans are required? What obstacles might um, might appear, might occur? Um, how, how, how will that happen? What, what do you have to do? What are your plans? So preparations for post-COVID time is bucket number two. And bucket number three is aiming for the long-term view. Um, what significant changes um, are on the horizon that are now triggered by this whole corona crisis? How does the, 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 the crisis impact your business in the long run? How does it affect your products? How does it affect your services? Um, how will your clients change? How do you have to change your, um, your process? And so on and so forth. Um, and, and actually, this is a, a simple, but from my point of view, a very powerful advice. And the scary part, uh, as, as McKinsey mentioned, is that according to them, most of the companies are only focused on the first bucket. They are, which is, which is um, understandable, they are doing firefighting, they are managing um, the day-to-day -day operations, but they forget about making plans how to restart and they forget about making um, strategy, making plans for the long term, how this whole situation will impact their business model, their product in the long term. So far, the good, um, but I, I, I don't want to bore you um, with, with management consulting, but I would like to show you that the same method applies or can be applied to your airline operations KPIs. Um, although this, this, the, this um, advice by McKinsey is primarily related to company management in general, but, but still I, I strongly believe that first, the advice can and probably must be adapted by airlines um, to their operations KPIs and to their operations dashboards. Second, the scary part that is mentioned by McKinsey um, is quite similar when we take a look at airline operations KPIs. I will, I will tell you later what I mean with that. And third, um, applying this three bucket method to your airline operations KPIs has the potential to create a unique competitive advantage compared to other airlines. So let's, let's cut that down and transfer that advice um, to your airline operations KPIs. When, when we take a look at the buckets, um, bucket number one, number two, number three, and translate them, bucket number one would be about crisis KPIs or navigating your airline through COVID with um, operational crisis KPIs. Now, that means um, the bucket is same for, for the KPIs, it's about managing the current situation. And accordingly, you have to set up, as I mentioned, one of my, one of my, my last um, blog posts, um, you have to set up related KPIs. These KPIs are totally different from the KPIs you have been using in normal pre-COVID operations. You have to get rid of all the quality efficiency related operations KPIs, on-time performance, misconnects ratio, lost baggage ratio, all that stuff. Definitely, it, it was important and it will be important again in the future, but for the time being, for the crisis, that all doesn't matter. Instead of that, you have to concentrate on the KPIs that really help to manage, that really help to monitor and that really help to control the situation. Few examples, um, the number of parked aircraft, um, the number of restricted countries, the number of operated routes, number of passengers, and so on. Um, of course, the set of KPIs that are relevant to manage the situation is different between airlines. It depends on the impact COVID has on the airline, on the current status of the airline, of the country, and so on. Um, however, regardless, um, really regardless of the specific KPI, the idea of bucket number one when we're talking about airline KPI is to create a comprehensive operational situational awareness of the current situation with the KPIs you need for that. And they will be different to the one you have been looking at um, in, in a pre-COVID time. Bucket number one. Let's move on to bucket number two. Bucket number two, you remember, and McKinsey said it's about preparing for the time after COVID. And... <laughs> 
surprisingly, I, I had a very similar blog post um, a few days ago where I was talking about how KPIs, airline operations KPIs, will change in a post-COVID time. And this is exactly what the bucket number two is about, post-COVID airline KPIs. Similar to McKinsey's thoughts, I am, as I said, convinced, totally convinced that airlines have to start right now to initiate a KPI definement process for the post-COVID time. And as I said, I, I put out an entire blog post um, you can read on our on our blog, which is about that topic. Um, but but I, I will quickly summarize the three relevant uh, punchlines um, which are which are which are relevant in for, for that bucket number two. First, in the midterm, only airlines that perfectly or that 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 have perfectly managed the crisis and and it's really about that and the crisis and the restarting process will survive or even grow stronger. There is no either or. It's not about managing the crisis good, but not managing the restarting process good. It is about managing the crisis in a good way and managing the restarting process in a good way. I always, as I mentioned in, in that blog post, I like to compare it to a football game. The crisis consists of two half times. And if you want to win a game, you have to play well in both half times, not only in one half time at least in most cases. Secondly, similar to the first bucket, airlines have to or will have to concentrate, as I said, on different KPIs in a post-COVID time. Different to the crisis, but also different to the time pre-COVID. And, and you can really check out this, this, this blog post a few days ago um, to read more about the KPIs I consider as relevant in a post-COVID time. Um, third, important aspect for the second bucket, there isn't black and white. What does that mean? There, there, there won't be, and you can, can trust me, there won't be a specific hard cut defining now the crisis is over. On the contrary, there will be a very, very long gray period. That means turning away from the black into white will take a long time. And concerning your KPIs, that means they have to continuously and dynamically transform from crisis mode to post-crisis mode and finally to normal operation. And in each of that phases, you will require different KPIs to manage, to monitor, and to control your operation in a perfect, insightful way. Now, bucket number three the long-term view on your KPIs. Um, you remember back number three in McKinsey's um, thoughts were about um, analyzing or assessing how that crisis impacts your, your offering in the long-term, your clients and so on and so forth. Um, although um, this, this bucket number three is not directly impacting your day-to-day -day operation, I consider this bucket as super, super essential. And bad news first, I don't have the perfect advice at hand for this bucket. However, what I have are several questions you should ask yourself in that context of bucket number three, in that context of long-term view on your KPIs. First of all, the question is, does corona, the corona crisis sustainably impact the way you work with operational KPIs and dashboards? Does the crisis affect the KPIs themselves, the KPIs you need? And if you answer those questions with yes, um, you should ask yourself how exactly that is going to happen. And additionally, um, from my point of view, you should ask yourself, how changing passenger needs, and I'm pretty sure they will change, are going to affect your KPIs. Personally, I can tell you, I, I, I would answer the questions if the corona crisis impacts your operational KPIs, if they impact um, how KPIs are used, um, I, will, I would answer, or I, yes, I, I would answer, answer that question, or those questions with a straight yes. And I, I give you two examples to, to make it more, more tangible what I'm, what I'm talking about. Um, one thing that the, the corona crisis has shown is that remote work 
works much better than many of us expected. Home office works better than, than a lot of people expected. And the crisis accelerated the trend towards remote work, towards, uh, towards home office. And even in areas where we, at least before Corona, said it isn't possible, um, we, we see now that, that it works. Of course, not, not, not perfectly, not always and everywhere, but it works much better than we expected. And from my point of view, this trend is, is irreversible. Uh, irre um, accordingly, um, the necessity to have mobile KPI solution is getting even more critical. Large dashboards won't have the same relevance in the future, but the trend to mobile KPI solutions will grow exponentially because people will work remote, people will work from home office, from wherever it might be. And therefore those huge dashboards um, won't be needed in a way they are needed today, but having a perfect access um, to KPIs on your mobile, that will be relevant and that will be much more relevant than it is already today. And I have, I have seen and I've talked to a lot of airlines that didn't understand that aspect today. And I'm, I'm now hoping they, they will understand how essential it is to have access to KPIs on your mobile, on your smartphone, on your tablet. Second aspect, just to give you another example um, how this, 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 the impact of the crisis will sustainably change the way you work with, with KPIs and dashboards. I, I, I talked a lot about dynamic KPIs. And from my point of view, um, this is a trend, actually, let's, let's do it differently. Dynamic KPIs are a trend I'm forecasting for several months already. I talked about for the first time at the end of the, the last year. And unfortunately, in that case, Corona proved me, proved me to be right. Um, dynamic KPIs describe the ability for airlines to react much quicker on current situation and adjust the shown information and KPIs on the dashboard according to, to the situation. Um, and you, you should really um, have a look at the, the, the blog post I, I read about dynamic KPIs because one thing um, Corona has shown is that it is important to have dynamic KPIs. As I mentioned with um, bucket number two, um, KPIs that are relevant right now in the crisis maybe won't be relevant in the post-COVID time and won't be relevant in a normal operation in a few months or years. So KPIs are going to change. Your dashboard has to be adaptable to work with um, the changing KPIs. And bucket number three from my point of view is definitely the, the, the most complex and time-consuming um, bucket. And I... I presume that many airlines are going to tell me that they won't have time to do that right now because they are firefighting. They have to manage the situation. Um, still, I, I think it's, it's, it's super important to, to make up um, the mind how this, this whole um, crisis is impacting your KPIs, your, your KPI framework, your, your, your IT framework used for KPIs in the long term and how that all will change. The, the examples with regard to dynamic KPIs and to, um, with, with regard to, to mobile KPIs are really just two, two small examples. I, I could give you uh, dozens and, and, and hundreds of examples um, how this corona thing, how this crisis will impact the way we work with KPIs, content-wise, technical-wise, design-wise, usability-wise, and in many other different ways. And I, 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 I genuinely believe that airlines have to find an answer to that impact and it will be essential to, to find an answer and to find solutions how you want to use KPIs and um, information and information platforms in the future. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt the podcast, um, but there's, there's one thing very important to me um, 
we, we recently saw that many of you um, are listening to our podcast. We have hundreds and thousands of, of daily listeners on, on the different channels on, on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, or especially Podomatic. Um, but we saw that um, still a lot of you haven't subscribed to our podcast. So we really invite you to, to subscribe to, to the podcast um, in order to make sure that you, you never miss a, a new episode. And it really means a, a lot to us if you, if you subscribe. So make sure um, wherever you're listening to the podcast, um, hit the subscribe button. Um, really means a lot to me. Thank you. And now um, back to the podcast. How is um, the COVID-19, the pandemic situation we are all going through at the moment, how is that changing or affecting um, the world of, of airline operations? Um, of course, particularly the area um, I'm, I'm focused on, the area of KPIs, operations control, um, information dashboards, KPI dashboards. How is that all affected? Or is, is there, and an, an do, do, do I think um, that there is an effect, an impact, um, how um, this, this area um, is going to change, how it is impacted and how it is going to change after um, COVID-19, after the, the pandemic is, is over or is at least um, calming, calming down. This, this is a, a super interesting question from my point of view um, to discuss, a super relevant question. Um, I, I would like um, to, to start with a little um, generic answer to that before we get into the details. Um, from, from my point of view, I think um, that those, well, let's, let's start it differently, let's start it differently. Um, in, in, in normal times, in normal days, from my point of view, change is happening very, very slowly, at a very slow pace. And, and that, is, that is natural because um, most people don't like change. That is, that is the truth and, and that it's how, uh, that, that's how it is. And um, since most people don't like change, change is happening very slowly. Although, of course, there are technol uh, technological uh, developments and um, we're always saying the world is turning faster every day. Um, if you look at your private life, if you look at your business life, things are changing very slowly. And that is fine and that is okay. The thing now is um, there are exceptional moments in the history um, and I'm completely convinced that we are now living in such an exceptional exceptional moment. 9-11, um, um, the dot-com burst, financial crisis, all those situations have been exceptional moments too. And the COVID-19 pandemic is one of those exceptional moments for sure, for sure too. And within or during those exceptional moments, change is happening at a super high pace. And we can already see that what is happening right now. And there's, there's one thing for sure, after this pandemic, after everything is calming down, the world won't be the same as it was before. Now, what does that mean for airline operations? Um, I think that this whole COVID-19 situation is changing the world on different levels. And it is, is changing the world also on levels that will impact airline operations. Um, let's give you an example. Um, there's, there's one thing, maybe the, the, the most obvious one. Um, many of us have um, seen or experienced during this, this crisis that working from remote, working from home office, working on, in, uh, in, in distributed places um, is actually possible. Um, of course, there, there have been companies uh, which have been doing this before, um, but still working in an office was the usual way. Now we, we've all experienced that, okay, uh, even for, for jobs, for tasks, for to-dos, for activities where we thought this isn't possible to do it from at home or um, to do it at a team from um, uh, as a team which is located in, in, in different locations, we, we, we've now experienced that it is possible. And this is definitely a change that won't 
be um, this 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 won't be changing again. This this is here to stay. Um, that doesn't mean that after COVID, still everybody will be working from at home. But it means that um, we have a completely we will have a completely different um, relation to working remotely, working from at home than it was before. And of course, this also applies to many positions within airline operations, um, even ops operations control, hub control, um, but of course, flight operations and all the other different um, positions and duties that are um, relevant. Um, we'll, we will see that this will change to um, the possibility to, to work at home too. Um, and subsequently, subsequently, that, that means that um, the way um, airline operations um, is communicating and is exchanging information um, has to change in order to keep up with this um, with this major change that is happening so I I talked a lot about in, 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 the, in the last month about um, that it is important to have mobile access to KPIs for example um, still th this this is one very important aspect but um, I think this this won't be sufficient won't be enough in order to cope with that new situation where we'll see that um, remote working is growing working from home offices is growing um, distributed working uh, working in teams is growing i think um, it's not enough to have kpis on, on your mobile um, what what departments within airline operations um, need or will need are tools that allows to provide information to consume information not only kpis but airline operations relevant information excel information and internal information and to access those information to produce information or content and to um, use those tools as a communication tool um, I'm, I, I like to to use the word a airline operations content platform that is what it's what 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 will be needed in the future a a centralized tool where all the different information um are coming in external information from 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 airline uh, news pages um weather information no terms kpis um flight information whatever it might be that all comes into that one airline operations content platform where everybody from an airline or from airline operations has access to it wherever the guy might be um from at home um from wherever he might might work they have access to that information content platform and on top of that they have the possibility um, to communicate via that platform with all um, the the, the um, other team members i think that is one thing that that we will see during the next month and years that such platforms will grow will develop um will basically spread their wings um because this is something which which will be important, which, which will be required, which will be essential in order to support and to enable this new kind of working, which will happen. Believe me, this this will happen. And I can already hear people saying, no, this isn't possible in operations control. No, this isn't possible for a dispatcher. I can tell you this will happen. Maybe not tomorrow, but probably the day after. So. Based on that fact that um, remote working, home office working will more and more be a acceptable way, I think one important thing that have to change in um, airline operations areas is to create content communication and information platform that is much more than just providing KPIs or providing um, flight information, but um, providing all relevant information, news, data, and so on and so forth and being a communication communication platform um, that brings me also to a second point which um, is not a change actually which is initiated if you can call it that way by by, by COVID-19 but it's a effect that that many airlines um, and also of course other companies have discovered during um, this pandemic uh, situation during the last weeks and month um, and and this is not 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 not, not specific for for COVID nineteen now, but this is um, relevant always. It's always relevant in um, exceptional situations. Um, K 
key to manage such a situation is always to have all the information that is needed or that are needed in that uh, in such a situation. Um, that's why I believe that airlines more and more, and I'm coming back to that idea of the content platform of the content information platform more and more um, will go down the road to um, elaborate solutions that allow to um, spread information to colleagues that gathers information from the outside world and that um, brings information um, in a consumable way to everybody. And I'm not talking about those um, Facebooks and Instagrams and all those um, social media stuff. Um, I'm talking about curated information that is um, relevant and dedicated to your airline to the specific area, to the specific department, to the specific process, and so on and so forth. But again, all relevant information. I'm not only talking about internal updates, I'm talking about external, I'm talking about every information you can think of. And that, this goes perfectly in hand with that um, concept of a airline operations content platform. And um, at the third point, also a fact we, we have experienced um, during our talk with with airlines um, during the COVID-19 um, crisis is that the way um, to to monitor and to to manage that such a um, such a situation such a crisis and especially when when thinking about KPIs um, is going to change in the future. Um, in, in the past, airlines had been, or yeah, were closely watching a, a fixed set of KPIs. And I've been talking about that um, already long before COVID-19, because this is, not, this is not specific for COVID-19 again. Um, airlines have to start to think um, airline operations information, airline, airline operations KPI much more dynamically than they did before. There is no longer that fixed set of information and KPIs that is relevant. There's a fixed set which is relevant maybe today and for this week, but this set will be or can be completely different the next week and the week after. Um, so KPIs, information, performance indicators have to be seen much more dynamically as they have been seen before. Um, and COVID-19 is a perfect example now, um, which which exaggerates this the situation um, right now many airlines should look on completely different kpis than they have been looking before uh, than, than they were looking before um before the the pandemic started now they're looking at kpis like how many aircraft are grounded how many um uh, how many routes are performed how many um, um countries are restricted and so on and so forth completely different set of kpis and probably during the next two or three months, the KPIs will change again. And after those uh, months, the KPIs will change again. And that is something, um, as I said, airlines have to be much more um, dynamically what, what when it comes to KPIs, when it comes to information. And this, this not only accounts for KPIs, it's the same for, for um, relevant external information. That's the same for relevant internal information. Um, but you can see for, uh, for all the three points I'm talking about, um, the um, remote working, home office working, um, the, the dynamically changing um, KPIs and the broader information pool, that all comes down to the fact that I strongly believe that um, airline operations um, is about or has to transform to a more content-driven area to more information and content-driven area, um, which incorporates much more um, information than it's incorporating right now. And as, uh, just to, to, to give you the punchline here again, it, it is about incorporating much more information from the outside world, external information, news sites, social media, all that stuff has to be incorporated um, in order to be able to respond much more quickly, to respond in a higher quality, um, to support that new way of working, to provide communication tools, to provide a communication platform, and so on and so forth. So, long story short, <laughs> sorry, but I'm really, um, it's a topic which, which, which really um, catches my attention at the moment, and because I think there is a huge change ongoing, and we, um, to, to, to 
rephrase it probably a little bit. I think all the um, developments we had in the past, these huge dashboards, KPI applications, um, situational awareness tool and all that stuff, this, this, this will have a different relevance in the future and there will be new solutions like, as I said, um, airline operations, content platforms where content is created, where information comes in, and, and those platforms will have a huge, huge relevance in the future because things are changing. This whole pandemic shit is changing things very, very fast. And now it's um, up to the airlines and, of course, to the providers um, to respond to the situation, to to address those new requirements, to address those new needs. And so finally, I, I can say, yes, I do think that COVID-19 is changing airline operations, is changing operations control and all those related areas. Um, probably the, 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 the ideas or thoughts I just gave to you are just one example. There will be much more um, aspects to consider that will change in the future. Um, and I will probably have one or two other sessions uh, during the next days, which covers that, that topic again from, from a different point of view. Today, it's, it's going to be a very strategic um, podcast, a very strategic session. Um, I would like to talk about, um, sorry for that, unfortunately, again, COVID-19, but this time a, a, a very relevant question or even answer to that, how this whole corona crisis impacts um, airlines, digital strategies, and why I'm convinced that the impact of COVID-19 to those digital strategies um, are going to make airlines vulnerable. Um, will, be, will be quite interesting. So let's get it started. Um, but let's, let's, let's start from the beginning. Um, I'm, I'm totally believe that in, in a few years we will talk about um, the time from, let's say, 2013, 2014 to um, 2019 as the golden age of airlines. Uh, really, probably that's, that's how we're going to call that period, 2014 to 2019, um, how are we going to call that in a few years? Th those were years, um, my friends, in which many airlines operated at a relatively um, or at, at relatively high profit margin. Of, of course, I know we, we witnessed um, some some bankruptcies um, of airlines during that time, no doubt about it. But however, from from my point of view, most of them were related to let's call it standard um, market mechanisms. Um, I would say that that was not not, not unusual. Um, I've, I've looked up a um, um, chart um, on the internet from, uh, from, from Statista and the chart showed that during that time, 2014 to 2019, airlines all over the world, of course, generated a profit of 175 billion US dollars within six years. Um, of course, it was different um, with with regard to uh, the world regions, um, North America quite strong, Europe quite strong, Asia Pacific strong, Middle East, Latin America, Africa not uh, not that um, um, performed not that well, but still, um, in total, 175 billion US dollars on profit generated within six years. Um, now we, we we all know that this this golden age. Um, came to to a very very abrupt end with the the outbreak of um, COVID nineteen of the COVID nineteen pandemic. And actually, you, you don't need to be an aviation expert. You expert. You don't need to have a PhD in aviation management to forecast that a considerable period. Um, so that we will we, we will witness a a considerable period of. Um, financial losses of bankruptcies of state aids and so on and so forth. How long this this going to take? Actually, no one knows. Um, the interesting thing now is now let's move a bit on to to the topic of um, to digital to the digital agenda. Um, together with a with a uh, increased revenues and profits over the over the last years, um, 
these spendings on technology and digital initiatives um, by airlines, um, they, they're pretty much, pretty much correlating. Um, the more profit, the more revenue um, was generated, the higher the spending on technology um, project and digital initi initiatives um, can be uh, can be seen during those years. There's there's one report from from CETA. Um, you can look up the the link on our on our website and our blog um, where, where this is explained and where where the numbers are shown that um, the more profit, the more revenue um, has been generated over the last uh, five to six years. The more spendings. Um, has been made on, on technology and digital initiatives. And also personally, having worked with um, very closely with, with many airlines over the, the last um, five, six years, airlines from Europe, um, large flag carriers, uh, airlines from, from the Middle East, from Asia. And, and, and during that time, during the last five, six years, it, it, it was really amazing to see how airlines, I'd say, accepted the, the, the digital challenge and, and started to to transform their business. Um, the amount of digital initiatives that have been kicked off during during that time is, is really, really endless for, for many, many airlines. Um, and just as an example, additionally, many airlines, especially the flag carriers or the, the larger airline groups, um, they, they, they even formed new departments, um, incubators um, to, to develop new digital solutions and all that stuff. And, even some airlines <laughs> define the, the, the goal of becoming a tech company um, that is um, just as an add-on operating some aircraft. Um, so personally, I think that the, the digital pass many airlines trot was, was, was really needed, 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 badly needed and overdue. Um, so it was, it was right and correct what happened during the last five to six years. The, the question as initially mentioned or as, as a, the title of this podcast, um, is the question now is how is COVID-19 going to affect te technological developments and all those digital uh, digital um, initiatives, digital approaches? Um, unfortunately, um, I, I have to say, unfortunately, I believe that COVID-19 is going to have a devastating impact on airlines um ability to digitize process and the ability to continue i have to say continue to develop modern digital process and offerings especially especially during the next 12 to 24 months airlines from my point of view will reconcentrate on their core business that is flying nothing else it's only about flying during the next um 12 months, maybe two years, maybe even longer. As I said initially, no one knows. Um, I'm, I'm also convinced that, that this approach, as, as necessary it might, might is, um, th that, that approach or, or this, this result, and I, I will explain it more in detail why I think that this result will happen, that result will make airlines vulnerable. It definitely will lead to that effect. From, from discussions, um, Let's let's have that first from discussions with with airline colleagues all over the world. Um, I already have the feeling that um, many airlines are now taking very similar measures. Um, of course, it depends on the the financial situation of each airline. It depends on on the impact um, of COVID nine to the airline. But but the measures are, are of course quite similar. First of all, nearly all airlines I've been talking to during the last um, couple of weeks and months, nearly all airlines stopped a considerable amount of technology projects immediately. Although most of them just called it, they are stopping it. So that means they can restart it at a, at a later stage. I'm convinced that most of the projects um, will not only be stopped, but will be canceled within the next weeks and months. Pretty sure about that. That is the, the, the first effect I've, I've um, witnessed when, when, when talking to, to colleagues. The second is that many airlines um, are already thinking about cutting down the IT and digital headcount. And the, the numbers I heard, of course, they, they, they vary um, from, from airline to airline and from a only few percentage um, to an airline I've talked to, which, um, which raised or stated the number of more than 50%, they are planning to cut down their, their headcount um, in the digital and IT area. 
Um, so what is for sure? One thing is for sure, airlines will definitely have and yeah, they will have to reassess their digital strategies during the next weeks and months. That, that will happen. And um, from, from my perspective, the result is, is actually, it, it is quite obvious what will happen, um, especially when taking the, the two aspects into, into account that I've just mentioned. First, airlines will strip down the digital investment for the next 12 to 24 months massively, massively. Um, they will reconcentrate on their core business and will strip down the digital investment. Second, the concept of um, in-house digital departments, many, many airlines started that and, and very, very successfully started, that, that concept will slow down or it will even be revoked since, um, as, as mentioned um, earlier, um, the, 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 the headcount will be, will be reduced. Um, third, related to, to, that, to, um, to that aspect, the use of, of, of the shelf products that will again um, increase at many airlines. And as a last point, accordingly, um, the dependency on, on software and solution provider will also increase during the next 12 to 24 months. We'll see that, I'm pretty sure. Um, one, one very interesting aspect that, that comes into my mind, I just want to have a few sentences on that, is that um, the, the, the state aids, um, which are um, uh, discussed for, for many airlines, pot can potentially be a, a, a key differentiator. Um, I'm pretty sure you heard about that. The many airlines um, are or have started to discuss with um, the countries and the states to um, receive state aids. Um, and from 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 my point of view, those those financial um, uh, possibilities will play a, a quite a decisive role for airlines and especially for the future digital strategies. He, here, my, my, the, the two reasons why I think that. Um, first of all, in general, those airlines um, that are equipped with, um, with fundings um, from the state most likely will have a slightly bigger scope when it comes to financial and digital decisions. They, they have a bit more money. They can um, still um, continue to work on a few digital pro, uh, programs or projects and other airlines won't have the possibility to do that. And secondly, um, it isn't unlikely from my point of view that, that um, uh, state aids will, or states actually will combine um, their aids with requirements. Um, what, what I've already heard is, um, in the news I've heard that, that um, Austria combined um, the funding of the state aids um, with um, environmental um, requirements, uh, let's call it that way. Um, probably there will also be requirements in terms of more digital or more user-friendly products that are um, combined with um, the uh, the provided state aids. Um, nonetheless, regardless of all the details, um, details regardless of how this all all is going to develop, there's there's one thing from my point of view that is for sure, and and you can mark my words: the the entire airline industry will reduce it its investments or its invests tremendously. First and foremost, this, this is going to happen. And that, that is evident, this is obvious, this is going to happen in non-operations relevant areas. And accordingly, I'm, I'm, I'm really genuinely convinced that we will see an industry that is developing at a, a much slower pace when it comes to digital when it comes to technological aspects. Now, now the, the, the thing is, um, and you really have to bear that in mind, um, the thing is, the digital revolution is, is ongoing. This is really ongoing, this is happening every day, and it is going to continue. It do, and it doesn't wait for the airline industry. It doesn't wait for airlines to have, to have money. And most likely we, we will even see a acceleration of all the digital developments due to the coronavirus. So the, the, the rise of, of, of decentralized working, the rise of home office and, and stuff like this, that is just one very prominent example. And I've talked about that in one of my last podcasts, how COVID-19, how this corona crisis is accelerating um, digital developments. There will be more. We will see a much more digital world in a few months, in a few years. The question is now, if the airline industry has the financial equity to keep up with the digital developments, in the future or not. And personally, and unfortunately, and it's sad but true, but personally, I 
I rather doubt that they have the financial equity to keep up with that development. And that, and now coming to my, to my final statement for that podcast today, that from my point of view makes airlines vulnerable. The vulnerability grows. Um, the, the, the whole industry or the industry as, as, as an entire um, ecosystem will become more vulnerable um, in a way that external players potentially enter the market aiming to disrupt the entire industry. And, and I know it, it might sound crazy that the, the, the airline business model will be disrupted by external players that bring just bring in new digital approaches. But you all know that that happened. That happened for, uh, for uh, the hotel industry. That happened with, with the taxis and all that stuff. And an industry which is not keeping up with a with the digital development is becoming vulnerable and um, is becoming a aim for disruption for digital disruption. And I'm I'm really. <laughs> I have to say that I'm curious how this will all develop in, in the future, um, hoping for the best, but I'm, I'm really curious how this develops in the future. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for information design one, the word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.